President Biden finally does an interview on a comedy show. The government finally admits inflation is out of control and a woman finds thousands of dollars buried in a couch that she got for free. This is your weekly news roundup. My name is Yaakov M. President Biden continues to avoid questions from reporters. Here's the president not taking questions as he departed the White House for a long weekend in Delaware following a primetime speech in which he urged congressional action on gun control. Take a look. When are you going to meet with lawmakers? However, after over 100 days without conducting a single sit-down interview, Biden finally appeared on Jimmy Kimmel's late-night comedy show. Predictably, Kimmel lobbed Biden softball questions. However, Biden still struggled to get his message across. Kimmel eventually bailed him out by cutting to commercial break. Take a look. No so, question about it. So there's a it. lot of major things we've done. But what we haven't done is we haven't been able to communicate it in a way that is... Uh, um, let me say another way. Well, see, that's kind of perfect. One of the things is that it's very difficult now to have a, um, even with, with notable exceptions, even the really good reporters. Anyway, it just everything gets gets sensationalized in ways. That, but I'm convinced we can get through this. We have to get through it. And one of the things, look. I'm going to take a break, and then we'll talk a little bit more. I don't, if you don't mind. You. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have some of those commercials. I, I, I we have some biracial commercials we need to show. And notice that the president started to drift off just as he was describing his own inability to communicate. I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. Here's a clip of Biden with Kimmel joking about sending Republicans to jail. Take a look. Look, the Republicans don't play it square. Why do you play it square? Yeah. Well, well guess what? If we do the same thing they do, our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. Well, I mean, yeah, not a joke. It's like you're playing Monopoly with somebody who, you know, won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules. And how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules? Well, you got to send them to jail, uh, you know. <laughs> that little box in there. That's always amusing. Meanwhile, the Biden administration still trying to control the fallout caused by out-of-control inflation. Here's President Biden saying that Americans should feel confident about the economy despite high gas prices and inflation. Check this out. But there's every reason for the American people to feel confident that we'll meet these challenges. Because of the enormous progress we've made on the economy, the Americans can tackle inflation from a position of strength. Still a problem. We can tackle it from a position of strength. Here's a clip of the new press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, attempting to convince reporters that Americans are happy with the economy. However, Fox's Peter Ducey did not let her get away with it. Check it out. And so, you know, during this president, during his pre- this presidency, people felt uncertainty, uncertain about the economy generally, but they actually felt as good about their personal financial situation as they ever have, according to the Federal Reserve Survey, with nearly 80 percent of adults reporting that they are financially comfortable. So but, that matters as, as well. But to the point about you're, you're saying that people feel good about their personal financial situation. High gas prices, people can't get baby formula, the supply chain is messed up, uh, everything is more expensive, but where's the good part? So the survey that I just read off started in 2013, and that is the first time that we saw numbers like this. And Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen finally conceded that the current levels of inflation are unacceptable, about a year and a half too late. Take a look. 
we currently face macroeconomic challenges, including unacceptable levels of inflation. Following that testimony, a reporter tried to ask Yellen how she could be so confident that Biden's current policies are actually going to shrink inflation since she's gotten it so wrong uh, until now. Take a look. Secretary Yellen, if you admit that you are wrong about inflation being temporary, how can you be confident that government spending is not the cause of inflation? Heading to the car right now. Did you ever warn the White House that increased government spending could have contributed to the inflation that we're seeing today? Yep, Yellen just walked away, did not respond to that one. Here is Press Secretary Jean-Pierre saying the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. Check it out. What we're trying to say, what I'm trying to say to you is that the economy is in a better place than it has been historically. And so we feel here at this administration and other experts as well is that we feel that we are in a good position to take on inflation. We are in a good position to really start uh, really working on Now, she has a point. The economy right now isn't a better place than it was during the Great Depression. Here's Republican Senator John Kennedy saying gas prices are so high, it's actually cheaper to buy cocaine. Take a look. I don't know about where you live, Jesse, but uh, in, in my state, the price of gas is so high that it would be cheaper to buy cocaine and just run everywhere. Here's Democrat Senator Debbie Stabenow proudly declaring she's not worried about gas prices because she has a brand new electric vehicle. Take a look. I do have to say just on the issue of uh, uh, gas prices after waiting for a long time uh, to have enough chips in this country to finally get my electric vehicle. I got it uh, and drove it from Michigan to here uh, this last weekend and went by every single gas station and didn't matter how high it was. And so I'm looking forward to the opportunity for us to move to vehicles that aren't going to be dependent on the um, whims of the oil companies and the uh, international markets. I mean, I almost expected Marie Antoinette to jump out and say, let them eat cake. From conservative talk show host, Yaakov M. Wannabe, Ben Shapiro, hosted a fundraiser in his hometown of Boca Raton for Florida Governor Ron DeSantis this week. Here is a clip of that event. Hello, Boca Raton. And I heard Ben mention uh, the schools. We had places in this country that locked kids out of school for over a year. Uh, I just signed the budget last year or last week for Florida. We have the biggest budget surplus in the history of the state of Florida under my governorship. We are going to end this fiscal year at the end of this month. $101.5 $101.5 billion budget, $21 billion surplus for 2022. And a would-be assassin was arrested outside the home of Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh, conservative, of course. The man had a gun and other supplies. He actually called 911 on himself. The assassin turned himself in, told authorities that he disagrees with Kavanaugh's political stances, including his views on Gun control. Now, on that very same day of the arrest, Democrat Nancy Pelosi, House Speaker, refused to vote on a bill that would increase security for Supreme Court justices. 
figure that one out. Here's Republican Senator Mitch McConnell saying that that legislation is needed more than ever. Take a look. This is exactly, exactly why the Senate passed legislation very shortly after the leak to enhance the police protection for justices and their families. This is common sense, non-controversial legislation that passed in this chamber, in this chamber, unanimously. But House Democrats have spent weeks blocking, blocking the measure that passed here unanimously related to security for Supreme Court justices. And here is a reporter blasting Pelosi for claiming that the Supreme Court justices are perfectly safe on the very same day of this arrest. Check it out. Madam Speaker, how can you say that the justices are protected when there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life? You said the justices are protected, but there was an attempt on Justice Kavanaugh's life. But this is about security for the justices. An armed man showed up near Justice Kavanaugh's house to try to... They're working together on a bill that the Senate will be able to approve. The World Health Organization says China has still not provided key evidence about the origins of the coronavirus. The WHO says the possibility that COVID leaked from the Wuhan lab still requires a lot more investigation. This is a sharp reversal for the UN Health Agency. Last year, the WHO concluded it was extremely unlikely that COVID leaked from a lab in a report released this past Thursday. The WHO said that key pieces of data are still missing and it would, quote, remain open to any and all scientific evidence that becomes available in the future to allow for comprehensive testing of all reasonable hypotheses, end quote. Elon Musk is threatening to walk away from his $44 billion offer to purchase Twitter. Musk is accusing the company of refusing to give him information about spam bots and the many fake Twitter accounts. A letter from Musk's lawyers to Twitter says he's repeatedly asked for that information since May 9th, uh, which was about a month after his offer to purchase the company, so that Musk could evaluate how many of the company's 229 million accounts are actually fake. And you can understand why he would want that crucial information. Several weeks ago, it was reported that about half of President Biden's Twitter followers may be fake. And finally, great story out of California. A woman in Southern California found several envelopes filled with money, a lot of money, hidden inside a couch that she got for free. This was $36,000 in cash. And the lady returned it. Vicky Umodu lives in California. She had just moved into a new home, got the free couch on Craigslist from family members of the couch's owner who had recently passed away. Umodu immediately, uh, when she discovered the money envelopes hidden in this couch, she reconnected with the family who had given her the couch and returned the money. Take a look at this clip. I was so excited. So we picked it up, we brought it in, first something I thought was it was a heat pad. My son, come, 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 come. I was screaming, come, come, come. It's money, it's money, I need to call the guy. Just amazing. And the family was so grateful, they rewarded her with $2,200, which she used to buy a new refrigerator for her new home. This has been your weekly news roundup. Thank you for watching. My name is Yaakov M.